Welcome back to the Where the Bear podcast, everyone. Brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. And I know it's freezing outside, and I know it's going to snow for the rest of our lives, and it's never going to be warm again. But trust me, folks, it will get warm again someday. And because of that, we're joined today by Golden Grizzlies softball coach Lauren Canini and, and coach... I, I always get excited doing the softball and the baseball chatter because that means warm weather's around the corner, all those uh, cliches that you hear all the time. But first off, welcome your first edition here of the Where the Bear podcast. You excited? Yes, I'm very excited. I'm happy to be here. Also really excited to get outside and not be in the snow anymore. All right, absolutely. You guys will get things rolling coming up here on February 16th as you will head down to Florida taking on a, a very tough Florida Atlantic squad as as you figure it would be. All those squads in Florida certainly have the jump on everybody here up north. But, but Coach, not going to focus in necessarily just on that one particular game, but, again, because it's the first time we're sitting down with you, wanted to catch up with you. And what can Golden Grizzlies softball fans expect from this Golden Grizzlies softball team this year? Well, um, we're going we're gonna to be a lot more aggressive than I think they've been in the past as far as uh, taking big cuts and um, trying to make things happen on offense defensively, you know, going for the lead out, not being afraid to make a mistake there. And then on the mound, obviously attacking batters and just going at them and letting our defense do the work behind them. So attack, I guess, yes. is, is, is the key <laughs> phrase, which which I like. Hey, take those big cuts and, uh, you know, attack the strike zone and everything like that. And your core that you have of players, coaches, you come here in your first season as a head coach here at Oakland. You have Jamie Squires, Michaela Marciniak, Kelsey Swanson, all league selection. That's a that's a pretty good core to walk into. Yes, definitely. And they're all um, um, taking on that attack mindset and helping some of the underclassmen who, you know, we are underclassmen heavy, um, helping them kind of, you know, follow their lead, but also understand, you know, how things work here, even though this is new for the upperclassmen, they've had experience in simply playing the game at the collegiate level. So they're helping them with all of that. You're listening to softball coach Lauren Canini here on the Wear the Bear podcast. My name is Neil Rule, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. All you got to do, go on iTunes or SoundCloud, search Wear the Bear or Golden Grizzlies, Grizzlies, click subscribe, and you are in there. But, Coach, I want to dive more into that in terms of your style of play. You want extra base hits. You want you want swings with bad intentions. I mean, you you want three-run jacks. I mean, you, you want to play power softball. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of kids on our team who, who can hit the long ball, who can hit for power, even kids who um, just hit for contact, gap hitters. Um, we want them to swing with, like you said, bad intentions. We want them to be aggressive. If you're going to hit a ground ball, let's hit it hard somewhere. You never know what's going to happen. Um, errors can be made. It can get through a hole because of how hard you hit it. So, so swinging with... Um, the intent to hit it hard instead of just swinging for contact. And Coach, you and I were talking before we hit the air here on the Where the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. We were we were talking about pitching and, and what your style wanted to be in terms of the pitching game. And, and something you and I really, really seemed to connect on was you want to pitch to contact. You want to throw strikes. More importantly, you don't want to walk people. And in, in today's day and age, baseball, softball, everything like that, there seems to be more of that and because look the the stats show the science shows when you walk people you pay the ultimate price yes you do and i ideally you know we're trying to get that first pitch strike and that is something that's at the forefront of our pitchers minds and then attacking batters after that strategically of course um and there are going to be times where we don't necessarily want to pitch to contact to certain hitters, but for the most part we're attacking every hitter that we're pitching to we're we're throwing good strikes and 
we're forcing them to make something happen and then allowing our defense to play behind us. Coach, you, you and I also were talking about it. Your, your pitching setup this year, you're going to do a lot of your pitching by committee. You, you have a staff of pitchers. You're going to use all of them. Yes, we are going to use all of them. There's going to be a few who probably um, set settle into a starting role for us, but uh, throughout the 56-game season, we're probably going to use all six of them. Lauren Canini joining us here, the head softball coach, entering her first year here at Oakland. So, Coach, let's get into the Horizon League in terms of an overview. I know that you guys are kicking things off against Florida Atlantic, and you'll play that non-league schedule coming up. But, mm-hmm. you know, your, your your hay will be made, so to say, in Horizon League play. You guys were picked fifth in the Horizon League polls. Personally, where do you see you guys fitting in? You know, um, not being terribly familiar with the Horizon League teams, I'm – paying attention to them more now obviously doing some scouting already um UIC at the top of the conference they're going to be a tough team to beat uh but I know with the core of our team being a younger group they are seeing that as more of like an underdog role kind of like Philadelphia Eagles which I'm a big fan (laughs) um so we actually have one of our girls who who purchased the underdog mask um, and they're taking that that fifth seed, and they want to crush it. They're they're working to be champions every single day, and we talk about that. And um, I think they're they're excited. They're not fearful, and and fitting into the Horizon League for us, they're just going to attack every game, including the top of the conference. Um, and we'll see what happens from there. Now, Coach, you you came here from Pitt where you were a central figure in their first NCAA tournament bid in program history back in 2015, Pitt being at the, at the Power 5 level, Oakland here being a mid-major. What are some of the things that do travel in terms of your time at Pitt to here? You know, just as far as, as a base goes with what you've been able to do with your career to this point, what are some of the things you take from Pitt and bring here? Um, the mindset, for sure, uh, the attack mindset and, and wanting to – attack everything that we do, um, giving max effort, no matter what that looks like. So, you know, if we dive for a ball and we miss it and, um, something happens on that play that, that doesn't necessarily turn out to be in our favor, I'm okay with that because we gave max effort. And that's something that I'm definitely bringing, um, from Pittsburgh, Holly, April at Pitt is really big on that. And it's not really something that I, I thought about before I got there, but really just being able to sell out to the situation and um, whatever happens from there, we can live with and we can deal with the fallout um, along the, the lines of just simple things like practice planning and travel and meal prepping and um, doing, you know, our travel itineraries for the girls, all of that stuff um, that has kind of carried through throughout my career coach you worked primarily with the pitchers during your time at Pitt you shaved almost an entire run off the staff's ERA at Pitt what are some of those things that you were you know how were you able to do that more importantly how can you do that here at Oakland I think the key to that is allowing each pitcher to do what they do best so um, not trying to make them do something that their body can't do not trying to have them do all the all the same things um each pitcher is going to look different. Their bodies do different things, but trying to maximize what their body does well helps them be more comfortable on the mound, helps them attack hitters, um, and, and they trust the process, and they trust their pitches a little bit more when that happens. So, Coach, you guys get things going coming up here this week. Florida Atlantic and Marshall, you'll be down in Clearwater, Florida for the MS National Pediatric Cancer Foundation Invitational. 
some tough, tough matchups. Um, needless to say, Florida yes. Atlantic, Oklahoma State, Florida Gulf Coast, and oh, a, a school by the name of Florida. I don't know if everyone's familiar with their work <laughs> yes. uh, in the softball circles, but you're going to know exactly where you stand one week into the game. You're going to know exactly what you do well, and conversely, you're going to know exactly what you don't do well. Yeah, when, we, when you compete against teams like that, they kind of um, they highlight your flaws and um, – they also force you to dig a little bit deeper when you're competing in in that setting. Um, so we will see, you know, who who really is going to step up and be aggressive and want the ball or, um, you know, want to want to hit in a really big situation against teams like that. And like I said, they're also going to highlight some of our flaws and, and we'll know, you know, what we need to work on when we get back here. You're saying that with a, with kind of a, a wry smile on, on yeah, your face right yeah. there. No, I mean, in a weird way. Do coaches enjoy that? And and I, obviously you don't you don't enjoy. No, no, I'm saying it from from the standpoint of it's one thing for you to say it to a player and say, look, we need to work on this. And and I'm I'm as guilty of this as anybody in, in my life. I don't like working on the things I'm not good at. I mean right. that that's human nature. We don't we'd rather do things that we are good at. It's one thing for you to say it. It's one thing for them to see it maybe in practice. But when you go up against Florida, and Oklahoma State, and Florida Gulf Coast, then it. It's front and center, and, and you you have yes. to address it. Yes, there, there's really no hiding from it um, when those teams are kind of taking it to you. And I think um, right now we're just competing against each other. So right. our team is competing within our team during practices and scrimmages and, and all of that good stuff. So we now get to compete as a team and hopefully hold each other accountable and um, teammates, other teammates can see what's happening, hopefully help those teammates out, um, you know, when crap is kind of hitting the fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they, there's no there's no nice way to put that, yeah, Coach. Yeah. <laughs> Softball Coach Lauren Canini joining us here on the Wear the Bear podcast, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. All you got to do, search iTunes. For Wear the Bear or Golden Grizzlies, click subscribe, and you are in there on SoundCloud as well. Coach, let's talk about the game of softball and NCAA softball in particular. This is a game that that has enjoyed explosive growth in terms of television ratings, the World Series, and everything that goes on. I I have my theories on it that that softball may be one of those quote-unquote games of the future along with soccer in that they move uh, society's ever-shrinking attention span. The game of softball appeals to that, right, because it's moving constantly. Yeah, I would I would say that um, obviously because it's on TV a lot more now, more, many more people are exposed to the sport. Um, people enjoy watching it. It's a fun sport to watch. It moves quickly. It's high energy. Um, we're also trying to move this sport a little bit quicker, you know, just from a coach's standpoint in between innings and things like that. But I think um, I think everything we're doing for the sport is great, and I'm really excited for all of the kids and the exposure that they get. Um, and and it's I mean for me it's a fun sport but to go along with that in more recent years the offense has been a little bit more explosive, um, which is ultimately a little bit more fun to watch for people instead of you know a nothing nothing game into twelve innings. Right. Uh, I love those games, but I was a pitcher. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're biased, so your yes. opinion doesn't count. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like. I like the style that you guys want to play. I like the three-run home runs and the shootouts and everything like that. Like, I enjoy that. Runs being scored, offense, yeah. offense, offense, Coach. So it sounds like this is going to be the squad for me, right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Games will be available this year. The home games, a lot of them on ESPN3. Make sure you keep up with the Golden Grizzlies on social media for everything that's going on 
on Twitter, on Instagram as well, at Golden Grizzlies on Twitter. They're always tweeting out when you can catch the games and come on out to the Oakland softball field as well. Coach, your first Wear the Bear podcast in the books. Awesome. Better. It was great. <laughs> better, tougher, easier than you thought? Um, I would say better. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. We'll be doing this all season long. As the season progresses, we'll get players in here. We'll work them into the fold, and uh, we'll just be chopping it up if that's cool with you. Awesome. I can't wait. All right. For the softball coach, Lauren Canini, my name is Neil Rule. Thanks again for listening to the Wear the Bear podcast, everyone, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Well, see you later.